Hi, welcome to Cinema Scene and Meet Me at the Movies right here on C19 TV and WGWG.org. And uh, also, I want to thank Elements of Madness. Uh, so we've uh, got a several different venues where we are sharing uh, these interviews that we get a chance to be a part of. Uh, Paul Ireland, uh, so happy to have you as our guest today. Paul is a director, he's a writer, he's an actor, he, he kind of does whatever the heck he wants to do in film. Paul, we're here today to talk about Measure for a Measure. Thanks for being here, Paul. Uh, thank you very much for having me, Noel. It's a pleasure being on your show. Thank you. Uh, and Paul, you are the co-writer and the director of this Measure for Measure based on a guy that people may have heard of by the name of Bill Shakespeare. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Bill Shakespeare, yes. It's it's one of his nice, this, this plays, you know, a lot of these plays are adapted into film and stuff, but mostly, you know, you'll have a lot of Macbeths and a lot of Romeo and Juliet's and well-known ones, but Measure for Measure's not done a lot, you know? It's one of his more unknown works. So we decided to give it a go and adapt it. It's very, very loosely based on the play. Uh, we, we used a lot of the elements and themes from the play, but it's a very modern, updated, um, Tale. Yeah, and, and that's one of the things I, I love about about this film is, as you said, it's not a title that most people are familiar with, not not the average person. You mentioned the Romeo and Juliet's and the Julius Caesars and things like that people have heard and they have adapted. Um, but Measure for Measure uh, is something that's not on everybody's radar. And so uh, when I saw this was coming out, I was very excited to see your take on this. And you uh, co-wrote this uh, with Damien Hill, and I think you guys have worked together uh, previously yes, as well. Um, Damien and I worked on our first feature. This is our second feature. We made a film called Porno. It was based. It wasn't not. It wasn't a porno. It was a porno. P a w n o. <laughs> it was based around a pawn shop. It was a beautiful little film. It did really well critically. Got nominated for loads of awards over here in Australia, and. Um, very low independent budget. And this was our second feature. And so Damien and I, Damien was due to play the, the part of Angelo in the piece as well. But we had, you know, with all chicks, we had tragedy just at the very beginning of the film. And um, the day before we were about to start principal photography, Damien died. So we were all in a bit of shock and we regrouped, yeah. and, you know, apart from being my writing partner, he was my best friend as well. So it was very difficult. Filming's difficult at the best of times, but um, losing your best friend and um, collaborator and was a difficult and difficult time. But the whole crew, the whole team, the, all the actors, everyone, we, we all got together and we all decided to make it, you know, we could have just, we could have stopped because it was such tragic circumstances. And uh, But we decided to carry on and, plow through and make it for that beautiful soul. And you did. I mean, you, you pulled together this this uh, beautiful piece of art. Uh, as I was watching this unfold, the acting was incredible. The uh, production design, uh, I, I thought really uh, the music and, and, the, and the way you chose particular songs lyrically that tied into particular scenes, uh, I loved that. And when I reviewed this film, I talked about that specifically about how I love your choice of music, and uh, I, I really appreciated so many different elements of this film, uh, and and also, as you said, a tribute to a friend uh, to fulfill that for a friend, and and um, I'm happy that you were able to do that. Well, thank you, no, it was tough, <laughs> but we yeah. well, we're we're all through it now, and hopefully we've done them proud with this film, 
and and talk the music. I think Damien and I were all, in porno. We were very, you know, music became a, a major element of the film as well. And we want, I always want. I love music in films, and I, I think that can speak, um, but a lot for the film as well, and tell a story as well as pictures. And um, so we were very. I was made sure that we had a very strong soundscape and. It. Yeah, and you did, and you surely did. Uh, it, it was a film that was about, uh, in so many aspects, as I looked at it, a film about culture, a film about choices, uh, a film about not necessarily having to follow in the footsteps of those in front of you. Uh, and sometimes the choices we make are not the best of choices. Um, talk about your take and what you really wanted thematically to bring out of this uh, adaptation? Oh, well, there's, I wanted to, the, the themes, Shakespeare's always got very strong themes and they're universal and they might be written hundreds of years ago, but they're still very um, relevant to today's society. And we wanted to just make a very modern updated version of all his major themes of justice and, uh, you know, and. Um, Love and I wanted to. We wanted to deal, make a story, an Australian story, but one that talks across the whole world, and about diversity in life as well. You know, and at the heart, at the heart of the story, is very basic. It's a love story, and it's about it's about two people wanting to be together because they fall in love, and that for me is the most beautiful and the most basic of uh, of our needs in life and and there's so much stuff thrown up about race religion everything like that that that, that tries to put a stop on that and for me for me it's about the, the whole film is held together by these two young people falling in love and fighting to be together and they're being helped out by the beautiful hugo weaving and yes in the film Yes, oh, absolutely. Yeah, the acting in this, uh, really, from from top to bottom, was was pretty impressive. Uh, and I'd like to talk, if you would, a little bit about about the casting and and how you were able to to grab such uh, amazing talent, both young and those who uh, are, are veterans, uh, to uh, to stage and to film. Um, yeah, well, we we wrote the part of Duke with Hugo in mind. So we always had, I think, I, mean, I, I think Hugo Weaving is not only Australia's finest actor, uh, I think he's one of the finest actors in the world. And, I, you know, if you've ever seen that man on stage, he's unbelievable, he's breathtaking. And, and he's, a, he's a gorgeous, gorgeous, beautiful human being as well. And, you know, he came, he, he came to play with us. He, he decided, yes, he, he, loved, he loved our first film, Porno. And he decided he would love to be in this as well. So it was it was it was great to get him on board because um, I was just he's I, I I love him. So it was very it was very great for the film to get um, Hugo on board to begin with, and then the rest of the cast I think uh, you know they're, they're not they're probably not well known across the world a lot of them, but they're ve they're, they're beautiful actors. You know, there's a young actor Harrison Gilbertson who plays one of the the love. Um, interest uh he's amazing he lives in he's in new york now he's doing well in america now and then you've got megan hajar who plays um jaiwara the, the other young lover in it um she's just out of drama school 
So this is this was one of her first roles, and she, I think I think her performance in it is just beautiful, very well placed, very well thought out. And then you've got actors like Dan Henshaw and the amazing the amazing Faisal Bazzi in it, who plays the the, the brother. Um, it's just a very very strong cast who really brought their A game, and um, I'm, I was very proud of them. I was. They were amazing. Absolutely. And and Mark Leonard Winter is one of those who I've been watching for a while now. And to to see him interact with Weaving, I thought their chemistry really came across pretty well on screen. Uh, you see this person who's trying to kind of be the young gun, trying to find their own path, blaze their own path and and maybe leave the past behind, but they can't escape the past. And I thought I thought Mark Leonard Winter did just a magnificent job doing that. He and Hugo together, wow. They're amazing, aren't they? Mark, Mark is a brilliant in this. He's amazing. And to think, right, that was the role that Damien was about to play. So wow. Mark stepped into that role within a week. Wow. And 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 then you know we, we so it's we it's an independent film, so we only had five weeks to film it. So, you know, his performance is unbelievable. And I was yeah. just, man, he, he, was, he blew me away, Mark, with his commitment. And he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, fine, he's a fine, fine actor. And, yeah. you know, and, and his, the whole character, he's, he's been given this mantle to take over from, from Duke. And, you know, he, he doesn't really want it. It's been thrust upon him. And he, and, he, and he starts going down this downward spiral of self-destruction and he can't stop it. And I don't think he wants to stop it. I think, I think by the end of it, he knows his fate is sealed, you know, and he knows yeah. that. He, he, knows, yeah. he knows where he's going. He knows, he knows it's not going to end well. And, yeah. and Duke sees that as well. And they come, there's a moment in the film where they come together and they, they accept the inevitable, you know, without speaking about it. They do it, with, yeah. they do it with a cuddle. They do it with a, okay, and, but the, yeah. their, their, has, their fate has been sealed. Yeah, it, it's just a, it's a, a marvelous story and I wish more people knew about the story and I'm hoping that a lot of people get a chance to check out this film adaptation. Now, going back, were you a fan of the works of Shakespeare? I know that you've got some stage background and were you a fan of Shakespeare? Uh, well, yes and no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we we decided we Damon and I decided to do this film when we we were at a film festival with our last film and we watched a a film called Black, and it was a very modern um, take on Romeo and Juliet set in Belgium, and it was amazing. And that's what we that's when we decided. Wow, it'd be good to do a Shakespeare that we don't. Um, no one really knows a lot about. Right. Yeah. So we that's when that we decided to go for Measure for Measure because we ha we both knew the play. Right. But, but Measure for Measure is is um, is a comedy. <laughs> at, <laughs> at the end, in the original, Duke comes back. And everyone lives gets married, and they all live happily ever after, and it's all fun and games. But we we didn't take it that way. We went for a very dark. So it was loosely yeah. based, as I said. But with Shakespeare as a as an actor, when I was, you know, he's amazing. He's, he's a, as I say, his themes and stories are just 
universal and so relevant. And but as as an actor, it's one of the hardest <laughs> things to do. So it's really really difficult to get the, the language and everything when you're doing it on stage. But this this is you know this is a very mo there's no Shakespearean language in this. We we wrote the whole thing ourselves. Right. In modern and that and that's what I, one of the things I loved about it is it did uh, not only did it set it in a modern you know crime uh, crime drama love story setting but it also did it with today's language and I, I think anytime that you can introduce I think about uh, you know kids that are in school and if you can introduce them to things like uh, Shakespeare themes, yeah, and and they don't they don't have to get caught up in the language and trying to understand it. And I think uh, anytime you can see a modern adaptation of any of Shakespeare's work, you get a chance to realize thematically, like you said, there are universal themes, but what he set out to do uh, and what he did, you know, here it is hundreds of years later, and we're still talking about uh, his works. And we're still adapting his works and we still recognize the talent, that foundation that he put out there for us as writers, as directors, as actors, um, as readers of the art form. And I'm just so thankful that you found something that you became passionate about and that mm -hmm. you could share with others and maybe get others passionate about as well. It, you, it, you're so right, Noah, in a way that child, um, kids, school kids, it can still open up so much of a world, the world to them, you know, because it deals with so many things like morality, justice, um, love, trust, all these, all these themes run through it. And but they're, they're told, and, and telling them in a very modern way, I think it, it helps a young audience um, opens up the door for them to to get let Shakespeare into the life. Yeah, absolutely, and, and even things like uh, forgiveness and and the choices we make uh, do have ramifications. They have consequences, and always. yeah, always. Uh, and and sometimes the choices we make. Yeah, the smallest thing can uh, the ripple effects that from one action that can affect so many others uh, is immense, and that's. That's yeah. what this film does in so many different ways. You don't see it happening straight away, but down the line, you know, there's going to be a yeah. reaction, you know? Oh, absolutely. I, I absolutely loved what you did when you were leading the audience down a certain path. And then all of a sudden there's a little side road that you don't realize you're going on. And I really, really loved that about what you did uh, with the film Measure for Measure. Uh, talk a little bit about the locations, if you would. I'd love for you to to talk about that. I, I've I've lived in Melbourne for a, for twelve years now. I'm obviously Scottish. Um, <laughs> but your last name's Ireland. <laughs> my last name's Ireland. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but so so yeah, the film is a bit of a a bit of a love story to Melbourne um, by you. And you know, a lot of Australian films, a lot of from other people around the world, look at Australia as being the outback, the beautiful beaches you know, all that kangaroos and koala bears. And we wanted to make, a, we want, we like to make urban tales. And so right. we shot around the city of Melbourne and used some of its beautiful landscapes. And within the commission flats where Duke, that becomes Duke's kingdom, which is the commission flats and where he, he, he runs his empire from, you know, they're, they're the sort of lowest denominator of um, 
that's where immigrants come. If we're now immigrants, that's where they'll be put into when they get social housing and stuff like that. But the, those buildings are amazing. So I wanted to make that like the flats. I wanted to make that like a, a character within the film itself. And, yeah. and I wanted to make Melbourne a character. I wanted to make that, that the commission flats became a character within the, the, the city and and the city became a character as well. And, and it did, and it, and it truly did. As you mentioned, you got some great casting, but the locations, uh, the choices of music, all of those things come together. Uh, they're all pieces of a puzzle. And, 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 and if you pull out one piece, something's missing. And you found a way to pull all of these pieces together to have this uh, cohesive picture that as you look at it, you realize what a wonderful film it is. And it takes more than one person to make this happen. And I, I just salute the cast and crew uh, of, of Measure for Measure as well. They were brilliant. Everyone, you know, filmmaking is like you get a family together, you know. And um, we, we get that cast together. My, there was a casting director called Thea McLeod, who's amazing in this country. She's does loads of things over here, but she's got such a great eye for talent and she really helps there. But the, the crew, we get, get a crew together, get the cast together, and then it becomes a family and you're all in it together. And there's no one person, you know, the director sort of leads in a way, but not, we just all, we're all, we've all got our jobs to do and we all work together. And that's what we did in this film. And I think it came, it came off, everyone had a, it's difficult, but everyone had a great time making it as much as, much as we were dealing in, in the tragedy of it all. But everyone still pulled together and we had fun and we rejoiced in making it for Damien. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you talk about five weeks of shooting. What, what about the development? How, much, how long was this in development before you went to that, uh, to that first day on set? Well, Damien and I, we probably about from writing um, to raising finance and everything, jumping through all the hoops for all the funding bodies and who were amazing. Screen Australia were amazing with us over here because this, this was a second film and they wanted to help us. It's probably about two year process, which ain't a long, it's not really a long time for a film. It, um, you know, I, I know filmmakers yeah. have been trying to get the film up for 10 years, you know? Um, so <laughs> about two years from writing to getting it all together to shooting probably. Um, but you know, when you're walking yeah. ar around in that time, you're, you know, you're talking about the locations. I walk around Melbourne, and I go, that that place would be a great spot for that scene. And you're all you're always doing this as much as you're always writing in your head. You're always looking at locations and stuff as well that would fit. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Paul Ireland, I really appreciate you taking the time today to talk with us about Measure for Measure. Any final thoughts or final comments you would like to share? Uh, with our audience today um just watch it and and you know with an open mind and and it, it takes a little bit to get into but with you if you stick with it i think you'll be well rewarded i agree i agree completely paul ireland our guest right here on cinema scene on wgwg c19 tv and also elements of madness paul if uh, if anyone wanted to follow your work what would be the best way they could follow your work? Any anything out there you want to uh, to let people know? I've got there's a Toothless Pictures uh, website. <laughs> there's a www.toothlesspictures. That's my company. Um, it was Damien and I's company. So any work that we do will be on that. Marvelous. Well, I tell you what, an amazing film for your uh, second film and. 
Um, and thank you for pushing through. Uh, I know that Damien uh, continues to mean so much to you. And yeah, thank does. you so much for pushing through and for, for sharing the vision that the two of you had. It is a wonderful piece of art. And I'm, I'm thankful that I got a chance to check it out. Uh, thank you so much, Noel. I really appreciate it. Awesome. And take care and enjoy the rest of your day. And for all of those tuning in, thanks for watching. Uh, until next time, uh, for Paul Ireland, I am Noel T. Manning II. And that is a wrap.